Now, when you pray, do you believe that God is going to turn up? Do you believe actually prayer makes a difference? Well, my studio guest today, Suzanne Pillars, is someone who's great at sharing stories just to build our faith. And she joins me in studio today to share some of what she's been up to recently. Good morning to you, Suzanne. Good morning and greetings to all of you listening this morning. Now, it's always good to have you in studio because you have lots of stories to share of God at, at work and in power. So, Suzanne, where have you, what have you been up to most recently? Well, the most exciting thing that's happening at the moment is getting victory over Ebola virus over radio in Sierra Leone and Liberia. So you've been praying for people with the virus over the radio? Yes. Not only that. I'll tell you how it started. I I have been speaking on radio reaching 6.5 million people over the main radio station out of Freetown in Sierra Leone. And when this Ebola virus started to come about, um, the people were really, really upset and they asked me to pray about it, which I did in the normal way, when somebody from Dura Town asked our pastor to come down there and do a crusade. So I sent him some money and for petrol, and he went down to Dura Town. And apparently when he arrived, it was on the Thursday, and between the Thursday and Friday, 18 people died. Wow. And so they had to see how seriously it impacted the area. Yes. Well, apparently the people were stoning the police. They said, can't you deliver us from the Ebola virus? You're not doing your job. And the atmosphere was really bad. And, the, of course, the crusade was cancelled because it's far too dangerous to do a crusade with this happening. And so um, um, he was at the police station asking, what can we do? And I phoned him because I'm supposed to now be speaking. And he says, sorry, the crusade is cancelled. I said, ask the police if I could speak over the local radio. So he did. And the police arranged that I speak on local radio at 8 p.m. So I gave the gospel message over the radio to the people. Incredible. When all of a sudden the Lord said, take authority over Ebola virus in this town. Well, I've never done anything like that. But luckily I've read John G. Lake's book cover to cover. And he took authority over a plague in South Africa and it stopped immediately and so that helped me to have the confidence to obey such a word because I needed to do it boldly and so I spoke to the Ebola virus and I said I speak to your Ebola virus in the name of Jesus and I command you stop in your tracks right now in Dura town I command you go back from where you came and not come near this town again in Jesus' name. I then prayed for anybody else that was sick. Well, the results of that, not one person has contacted Ebola virus in Dura Town since that time. Praise God. Not only that, he healed two people who had Ebola virus, totally instantly healed. And I have photographs of them. Absolutely incredible. Because we, we went to visit them. He went to visit them and took their photo. 
There were another 124 people also healed. Well, since then, we have been taking authority over Ebola virus town by town, village by village. And right now, we have five towns totally delivered from Ebola virus, plus seven villages and regions totally set free from Ebola virus. And we've seen others healed from Ebola virus in those areas. That is what Jesus is doing. The people are dancing on the streets, praising God. And when you give the gospel message and they see the power of God stopping the worst disease they've ever heard of, they just praise God. Their faith just comes up to another level. Suzanne, there'll be some people who are listening who are thinking, wow, this is incredible. Praise God for for you stepping out in faith and praying for this. There'll be others, though, who are listening thinking, I'm not too sure I believe this. What would you say to those people? Well, the Lord taught me something very precious while I was in New Zealand this earlier this year. I was preparing a talk for women in revival, and they are dynamic women, a wonderful (laughs) group. And uh, the Lord said, Come with me back to Genesis. Yes, Lord. He says, look, read. I gave man authority and dominion over everything on this earth. I had created them in my own image and I've given them authority and power. But I told them to eat of any fruit tree except one tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And a moment Adam and Eve ate of that tree, they gave the authority I had given to them over to the devil in exchange for the knowledge of good and evil. And man became spiritually cut off from God to be born of the flesh only, therefore dead spiritually limited to the earthly realm of this earth where everything would be impossible for that person except for the very, very natural lower realm. Then, sin, sickness and death entered the world, bringing with it its plagues. That is why I had to send Jesus to die on the cross to take our sin, our sickness, our death upon himself and die in our place. And then he went down and he cancelled the agreement that Adam and Eve made with the devil for those who choose to believe. We still have free choice. And then the Lord ascended from the dead on the third day and then ascended into heaven where he sits at the right hand of the Father right now. Now, when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, we become born again spiritually to eternal life. Absolutely. We become born spiritually to the kingdom of heaven. Our Father is now God. Therefore, 
we should be walking in the same power and authority that Jesus walked in. But so many of us have received Jesus maybe later on in life and we are so used to walking on the limited earthly realm that we receive Jesus and carry on living on the spiritual realm, on the limited physical realm, instead of rising up mm, to so the So a very authority. limited vision. Yes. And so and the Lord then showed me the scripture in 1 Corinthians fourteen fifteen, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So for a natural man, spiritual things are totally foolishness. They cannot understand it. They cannot see it. They cannot hear it. And they try and, you know, just put a boundary around it that nothing spiritual is real. But when a person receives Jesus and they're born again spiritually, then we begin to think with the spiritual mind and immediately we are able to break through the impossible with Christ. Mm. After all, sin is from the devil. Sickness is from the devil. Demonic things are from the devil. Death is from the devil. The devil came to kill, steal and destroy. But Christ came to give us life and life in abundance. Indeed, yes. So the power of the Lord is far more powerful than sin, far more powerful powerful than sickness, far more powerful than the demons, and far more powerful than the devil himself. Therefore, when we pray, it's logical that God should answer. And if the Lord has told you to do something, he will confirm what he's told you to do with his signs and wonders following. So the Lord told me to pray for the Ebola virus. I obeyed, and Jesus set those towns free from Ebola virus. Praise God. Suzanne, could you maybe share of maybe some individual stories, not necessarily Ebola, but healings that you've seen um, since you last came on the programme, just to sort of build people's faith that God is working today and healing people's bodies? I'm seeing healings every day. The Lord heals all the time. Um, The last powerful one I saw in India was a girl called Suziza. She was born paralyzed from the waist down through a twisted spine. And then on top of that, as a four-year-old, she contacted polio. Uh, We went to open this church in this Indian village. And Suziza, along with many others, received Jesus as Lord and Savior that day. And then it came for healing, and Suziza pulls herself along the floor on her elbows, her strong arms, just dragging her legs along the ground and joins the queue. When I got to her, I prayed for her and I said, do you believe that Jesus is healing you? Oh, yes, of course he's healing me. Well, honestly, I could not see those thin, thin bent legs with the feet turned in ever carrying her weight, let alone holding her. And we picked her up and placed her on a chair. And suddenly Suziza says, look, look, I can bend my knees. Look, I can wriggle my toes. I said, the Lord is healing you. I tell you what to do. Lay your hands on your uh, lame legs every day and just say this prayer. Lord Jesus, lay your hand on my hand 
and I will be healed in Jesus' name. And I left her to do that, and I went on with the line. I came home one week later. We get an email to say that Suziza is now walking on those crippled legs. Only Jesus can do that. Praise God. Jesus is alive and active today. Suzanne, when you're sharing these stories, it's a reminder that actually God is so much bigger than perhaps we realise. Yes. Do you think at this moment in time that really is the message to the church? You know, wake up and realise God is bigger? He's so much bigger. Jesus is alive. And we've got to start living like he's alive because he is alive. When we know he's alive, we live differently. Absolutely. Well, at the moment, I'm in conversation with Suzanne Pillins. You're listening to Woman to Woman, the show for Christian women here on Premier Christian Radio. She's going to continue to share some inspiring thoughts on how the God of the Bible is alive and active today. This is Premier Christian Radio. Time is fast approaching five minutes past 11. Good morning. You're listening to Premier Christian Radio. This is Woman to Woman and I'm Maria Rodriguez. Well, we've been hearing on the show so far this morning, God is alive and active today. He is answering prayer in this year, 2014. My studio guest, Suzanne Pillins, is an evangelist, missionary and an author. And she's been sharing some great faith building stories. She shared the story of a young girl healed of paralysis of her legs in India and also how communities were freed from the Ebola virus. Well, we're going to continue now to uh, chat to Suzanne. Uh, Suzanne, we're called as believers to read the signs of the times, to sort of be aware about what's happening around us. So what do you feel is happening right now uh, at the moment? Well, we see troubles everywhere. And Ephesians 6 tells Christians to put on the whole armour of God that you are able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. And that was Ephesians 6, verse 11 and 12. You see, if we really put on the armor of God and really prayer, pray, God will show us how to get victory like he showed me how to get victory over the Ebola virus on praying with authority. And now I'm teaching the people over radio how to pray with authority because we have the authority and we need to take the authority because it says in the Bible that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and this victory Jesus won on the cross. Every demon has a name, every sickness has a name and we have to take authority in the name of Jesus. He says, you take authority. You see, I believe the world is coming to the climax where Jesus is actually going to come again. We're in the days when the world is actually preparing the way for the Antichrist, as it says in Scripture. But God is preparing the way for the second coming of Christ. The devil is doing a good job 
of bringing disasters on the world. And he's also preparing the way for the chip. But Jesus at the same time is preparing the way for the chip of faith. He wants to raise people up to walk with a much, much stronger faith. The cross to the world is offensive. But to the Christian, the cross is the joy of salvation. The second coming of Christ will be terror for the unrighteous. The Bible says they were hiding caves in terror. But to the believer, the second coming of Christ will be the rapture into eternal life with Christ forever and ever. So for every negative thing, there is a positive. And so when we see the negative things coming through the news, ask God how to turn it round in prayer. Start praying behind the news. Everyone can do that. Everyone can pray. And if God tells you to do something about it, then obey God. Do your little part. It may be giving something to help the suffering people in war situations in Israel or in uh, the Far East where these fightings are happening. It may be to encourage. It may be to speak on radio. Many, many ways you can help. Everyone is called by God to help in some way. We mustn't just sit passive and do nothing. If we do nothing, we'll just go down with everything else. Stand up and pray. You've been talking about having greater faith there, Suzanne, and there may be some people listening thinking, okay, I want that greater faith, but how do I actually get it? How do we get more faith? Start getting there, Jesus. Get to know God in prayer. Spend time in his presence. There are three levels of prayer in the Holy of Holies. The first is worship. Only thing is most people give up there. Worship is coming into his presence, feeling his, until you know you're in his presence. When you come in the presence of God, you know it. Because that thick ointment of God's presence just enfolds you and his peace that passes all understanding comes through you. I love being hugged by the Lord. You know, if you're hugged by a human being, it's only skin deep. But when the Lord hugs you, he hugs you right through your whole being. It's just glorious. We need to wait in his presence until our busy rush minds settle down to a quietness and stillness where we can hear the still, small voice of the Lord. And then we enter the next phase, into fellowship. And this is where I write my books in this area, because the Lord loves to open the scriptures to us and teach us through scripture. It's also where I discuss the issues of the ministry. I don't ever come with a list of prayer of requests to God. After all, he's not our servant. But I will ask him, Lord, how do you want me to deal with this? What do you think about this? What do you think about, what, what, what's your will here? And then I hear his voice. And through the conversation I have with the Lord, then you are able to pray through to victory. And sometimes you are involved in answering the prayer because God will use you in part of his answer. 
like I had to, I have to speak on radio through the healing of the Ebola in some towns in Sierra Leone. I'm now speaking on radio in Liberia, and soon I will be speaking in Nigeria and Ghana as well. And so I'm speaking on more and more radio programs because that is the most effective way we can reach the millions. So God will use us, and it's so easy. I don't even have to go out of the house to speak on radio. I do it all by phone. Yes, it's amazing how we can use technology for good. I mean, you're saying there about pushing through these stages of prayer and how you know many of us will just give up at this stage of worship rather than pressing through to that, yes. that deep, intimate place with God where he wants to speak to us. So I think, Suzanne, almost we can infer from that that just having a few minutes of prayer snatched here there and everywhere is really not going to cut it no we need to spend time every day and then the third level of prayer is the area of revelation when the father speaks where he gives you that divine appointment for the day or for the week or that divine call on your life or what to do about this in your work or how to do things effectively God blesses us. When we do it his way, he will always bless us. I never make a decision outside prayer. This ministry that we run, Suzanne's Ministries, has had no planning, no goals, no strategies, only prayer, hearing God step by step, obeying him. And I know as I obey him, God confirms what he's told me to do with his signs and wonders following and he has done far more than I could ever think or imagine. Praise God. It's doing it God's way. Praise God. Suzanne Pillens is my studio guest at the moment. You're listening to Premier Christian Radio. This is Woman to Woman, the show for Christian women. I'm Maria Rodriguez. Now, just had an email through from a lady called Helen. She says, I was at a meeting when Suzanne prayed for me to be healed. I was healed of ongoing complications from a brain injury. Um, since then, a year on, I've now been praying for the sick and people have been healed of things like brain aneurysms, tinnitus, knee injuries. Thank you, Jesus, that you save us in our day of trouble. All my love, Helen. Suzanne, as people are listening to your stories, they might be thinking, well, that's great. Obviously, God's got this special anointing on Suzanne's life to be doing this sort of thing. But Helen's saying she's now, as a result of her healing, stepping out and doing it too. So does God want all believers to be doing this ministry? All believers to do this ministry. There are millions of people in London. We need lots and lots of Christians to witness to them. Witness to them. And they will be saved. I was going home from Premier Radio two, three years ago when the Lord said, I want you to go back and pray for that beggar at Victoria Railway Station with his little brown dog. I did not want to because I needed to get home, but I knew I had to obey God and I had to miss the bus. And I went back and I said, hello. She says, hello. I didn't quite know what to say. So I said, the Lord's just told me to come back and tell you that he loves you. God loves me. How can God loves me? I said, he loves you so much that he died on the cross in your place. And I gave him the gospel message and I said, all you need to do is receive him as Lord and Savior. By this time, there's 30 people standing around me just outside Victoria Station. And I led him through the sinner's prayer. Well, that man was not on the streets ever again. And I found out later that he was on the street 
because he had gone through a divorce and he couldn't handle the divorce. He was so heartbroken he took to drink and lost everything. But that this man is back in life witnessing to others. Praise God. It's 22 minutes past 11. Good morning. You're listening right now to Premier Christian Radio. It's Woman to Woman, the show for Christian women. I'm Maria Rodriguez. My studio guest today is Suzanne Pillens, a missionary, evangelist, preacher, author, uh, a woman who is passionate about God. And this morning she's been sharing with us some of her stories as to what's been happening. She's been stepping out in faith and praying for people. And just before the break there, she shared you know, how she was able to hear the voice of God. But there was obviously a decision she had to make whether or not to obey what she believed was the voice of God or not. And I think a challenge to us that sometimes maybe God is speaking to us, uh, but we don't follow that through and step out in obedience. And an amazing story of how a man who was on the streets had his whole life turned around as a result. Now, we've been hearing stories of how God has been healing the sick dramatically. You know, villages have been freed from the Ebola virus as a result of the power of prayer. We've been hearing how a God, our God really can do seemingly impossible things. And that really is the topic of Suzanne's next book. Suzanne, another book out. What's the exact title of the book? Dare to Break Through the Impossible with Christ, which starts with from crowns of thorns to crowns of life. Breaking through the impossible with Christ, from sin to righteousness, from sickness to health, from death to life, from bondage to freedom, from rejection to acceptance, from poverty to abundance, and breaking through the impossible with Christ in prayer. And basically, um, our ministry is not just in Africa and Asia, but also to the people of this country. And I speak in a lot of churches. I I go wherever I'm invited. It doesn't matter if it's a small church or a big church. I still come. And I also do teaching uh, weekends. And if anybody's interested in coming on a teaching weekend, you have to send me your phone number and I will phone you every time we have another weekend. We run about four a year. We also have a prayer meeting every Tuesday, 8 to 10, where people come from all over for healing, uh, for personal prayer for healing or deliverance. And that's in Oxfordshire. And that's, yes, uh, Stand Lake Ranch, which is three miles south of Whitney. Um, And my phone number is 01865-300099. And I'd like to give you a free DVD if you'd like one. So if you'd like one, just phone 01865-300099 or 3099. And my mobile is 075-2711-9009. And our website is Suzanne's Ministries, that's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-S, ministries.co.uk. And the email is suzannesministries at gmail.com. Now, lots of information there. I'll give all those details again at the end of the show in case you didn't manage to catch them. But, I mean, Suzanne there was mentioning a free DVD. So whether you're someone who is sceptical about the stories that we've been hearing this morning, want to be able to watch some of these, you know, prayers actually on DVD, you can do that. Or maybe you just want to build your faith. Another great opportunity to get the DVD, and it is free. So I'll give you the phone number, website details again very shortly. 
Suzanne, you've written a series of books um, all about sort of daring to, to do various things um, as believers. And do you think that sometimes we can be a bit fr- afraid to step out in the things that God is calling us to do? Well, we need to step out. Step out on the small things first. And then once you step out on the small things and you see God's answering, then you are able to step out in faith on the bigger things. I've written a book called Step Out, Dare to Step Out in Faith. I've got a, written one called Dare to Walk in Power, Authority and Love. And I've written two on prayer. One, Dare to Enter the Presence of God, Step by Step into the Presence of God. And one, Dare to Only Do the Father's Will. And that's hearing him and doing his will. And these are part of our Bible school. So they are teaching books. And then I've written one book that is, I've written for unbelievers, which is basically a testimony book, uh, Dare to... Um, <laughs> I can't remember it now. You've written so many books. <laughs> <laughs> track of what the first one was. <laughs> yes, uh, it was called Dare to Follow, but uh, basically it's Dare to Search for Truth, and it was my search for truth that brought me to faith. Now, if people want to get hold of the books, Suzanne, what's the best way for them to be able to order um, some of your books? Um, are the ones you, that have already come out or ones that are yet to be released? Yes, well, they um we are let you have them at a discount price of five pounds each. Oh, fantastic! Um, if you and then it's one pound fifty for um, postage, but they are set. They sell in the books between seven pound fifty and nine pound fifty. So um, just order them through the post, five pounds per book. And, and that's you, from your website. Yes, and when you write in for the free DVD. Um, you can ask me to send you a form with the names of all the books. Then you just post me a check and I post them back immediately afterwards. Okay, so suzannesministries.co.uk, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-S, suzannesministries.co.uk. Suzanne, before we go any further, would you just pray for our listeners? Because I think we've been doing a lot of talking about prayer. We've been doing a lot of talking about the power of God. But I think it'd be great if you just spend a moment just praying. All right. Well, I'd like to pray for the unbelievers first. If you have not accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, just say the simple prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I want to follow you in truth and righteousness every day of my life. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And if you are sick, place your hand on that sickness or pain now. And I'm going to pray with authority now. I speak to you, sicknesses. I command you leave those bodies right now in Jesus' name. Pain, I speak to you. I command you leave those bodies right now in Jesus' name. I speak to you, bodies. Be healed in Jesus' name. Now, I'd like you to... Uh, just say this prayer. You've got one hand on top of your sickness or your pain. Just say this prayer. Lord Jesus, lay your hand upon my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And uh, 
Make sure you pray every day now if you've just received Jesus. Buy yourself a Bible and find yourself a Bible-believing church and fellowship with others. It does help. It really does help you to grow with someone. And, of course, carry on listening to Premier Radio because there's some excellent teachings that are put over their airwaves every week. God bless you. Mm. Suzanne, we just had a message come through from a man who's listening. Says, you know, He's became a Christian 10 years ago. He's been through all sorts of things in his life, divorced, remarried and so on. I've been suffering with depression. He says he finds it very difficult to pray because his concentration span is only a few minutes and just wondered whether or not you had any advice on how he could deepen his prayer life. Prayer is not just saying prayers. It's an attitude. Learn to rest in God's presence. Mm, so just sort of simply, so you could find a chair somewhere, for example, and just yes, sit. Rest. In Put on some nice Christian music and just bring your mind into the presence of God. Enjoy his presence. And then when you want to say something, you say something. And then you rest again and listen for his voice. You know, if two people are married, they don't always talk all the time. They'll sometimes sit and enjoy the scenery and not say a word. But they're still having fellowship. You can have fellowship with Jesus without even saying a word. But connect with your heart. Mm. Connect with your spirit. Connect with your love. That is more important even than words. And I think that's a great reminder that sometimes we're so busy trying to do in prayer. We're so busy Mm. trying to actively pray that almost we're forgetting to actually, as you say, just rest in the presence of God. You can't hear God unless you're silent. But I suppose that silence can scare us sometimes, can't it? Because we're not used to being quiet in today's busy, Mm. fast-paced culture. Yes. Well, again, if you want to get yourself your pen and paper, details on how you can order any of Suzanne's books, order a free DVD, or find out about the events that she's running, you can either phone 01... 865 3099 01865 3099 You can visit the website uk, or if you would like to actually go and visit with a group you can actually go and use the facilities at Stand Lake Ranch because of course that's one of the ways that, that the finances are raised for the ministry and that's standlakeranch.co.uk so if you've got a youth group, church group who would like to go away somewhere you can actually go and stay um, at the ranch um, and so more information online at starnlakeranch.co.uk Suzanne you've really uh, just I think built our faith this morning it's been great to have you in here and thank you so much for all you've shared and uh, really appreciate your ministry so God bless you thank you and God bless you